Hi, welcome to the Girl in Recovery podcast. My name is Molly and I'm in recovery. Hello, back again, episode two. Um, This week, if you follow me on Instagram, um, you'll know that it's a self-love and self-care themed episode, which is great because who doesn't need to know more about how to look after themselves? I think we all do. Um, so, um, yeah, I asked a bunch of you guys what self-love was to you and I got a fair few responses and I'm really thankful, so thank you. Um, yeah, I just also, before we get into your responses and, and um, tips, I just want to thank everyone who has sent me a message or, um, you know, contacted me letting me know that they like the podcast and that they like my Instagram account. Um, it was a project I was really, really scared to start and I'm very, very grateful that people like it, not that it should matter, but I'm glad people like it and that it helps people, um, because it also helps me, like, it really does having a place to share this stuff without fear of judgment is so liberating and I'm incredibly grateful. So, yeah, anyway, um, so, a lot of people think self-love is, you know, a set of things that you do to look after yourself. And that is obviously true, but it should 100% be noted that it is so personal to the individual. You know, I've seen so many lists online about how to look after yourself and how to indulge in self-love and self-care, but none of the none of the tips have really applied to me, I guess. So it felt a bit like, oh, am I doing it wrong? Or, you know, having a bath is good for some, but for me, it's not always helpful, mainly because our bath takes, <laughs> once you have a bath, it takes ages to put the shower head back on. Anyway, that does not matter. <laughs> but yeah, like having a bath sounds amazing. And yeah, I'd love to do that. But sometimes I don't have the energy to get up and run a bath. And I know that sounds bad, but that's the reality of it. Sometimes I I don't have the energy to to get out of bed um, because that's, you know, unfortunately part of my mental illness and that's what, that's something I have to deal with. And so what I try to do is find tips and do, you know, find things that work for me, um, especially when I'm, I'm at my least energised. So, so small things, small, small things that I can do that will help me feel just that little bit better. Um... So instead of having a bath, for instance, it will be getting up, washing my face, doing my teeth, taking my pills. Those are my three, like, mountains to climb. Sometimes it's really hard to do those things. So I'm very proud of myself when I do them because I'm taking care of myself. Um, You know, having a shower, making sure you're clean. Um... Yeah, I I personally see self-love and self-care as something that you need to 
figure out yourself, figure out what's best for you, um, how best you can look after yourself, um, without being extremely indulgent. So there's a lot of of um, talk about how it's very easy to confuse self love for. I guess indulging in your, I don't want to say laziness because I think that's got really negative connotations, but um, indulging your, ah, the, the side of your brain that makes you worse, okay? So like sleeping is a huge one for me because sometimes if the day is too much, I will go to sleep halfway through the day and it really will help. It will help. But I know that that is a type of self-love that I need to watch like a hawk because that can very easily turn into a problem. You know, sleeping in the day for, for people like me and, and some, some of you can turn into a problem. You can end up just sleeping whenever you feel down. And obviously that's not really what you want to do because you want you, it's escapism really, isn't it? As good as it feels, it is, it is escapism. And I'm not saying I don't sleep in the day. I promise you that probably after finishing recording this, I will have a little nap. Um, but that's because I've done four things this morning that I know I needed to do. And that was the washing up, putting some stuff on eBay and cleaning the living room. And that to me is productive, like... That's helped me feel like I've done something today, so I don't mind letting myself have a little nap. Um, almost like a reward, I guess. Because um, it's very easy to stagnate. So, yeah, let's get into what some of you guys have said. So, a big organisation... I, that's not that that this sentence isn't going to make sense I'm going to reword that um a big thing for a lot of you is organization so organizing time setting out time for yourself to care for yourself um so one of the first responses I got was really good because I relate to it very much um is time to do the things I love that aren't work as in I do love work but I love other things um, and then when you do that, your, 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 your time to yourself is un uninterrupted by work worry. Um, this is something I learned in sixth form and I'm really grateful I did learn it. One of my teachers, um, she said to me, I consider myself lazy because I will get a deadline or get work and I will immediately do it. I will do it so then I have loads of free time to just be myself and be calm. And she saw that as being lazy. Um, I see that as being really productive and really looking out for your future self. Um, I have these moments where I <laughs> I look back and I'm like, thanks past Molly, you've really helped me out. Like, thank you past me for making the bed so I can get into a made bed. Or thank you for putting your tablets out on the side so you don't forget to take them, little things like that, like, you can help yourself out, and I think that is definitely one of the ways to do it, so, working, especially if you're at school, or uni, or college, or masters, I don't know, or you're, you're, you've got deadlines for your actual job, 
Um, doing those, making those deadlines, doing them, once you get them, set down when you're going to do them and do it. Just do it. <laughs> I know that sounds like I'm making it sound easy. It's hard. Like we all procrastinate. But just do it. You know, an hour, two hours a day. And then you have the rest of the day to do what you want to do. It's amazing. It's such a good tip. And it really helped me through exam season this year. Um, a couple of months before my exam started, I started doing two hours every day from 11 till 1, if I could um, fit it in with my schedule, um, to revise. And I had that two hours and I knew that that was, that was my time to revise and then I had the rest of the day to beat myself and calm down and do whatever I wanted to do. Um, which in the long run helped me because it meant that I didn't have to do eight hours a day, two weeks leading up to my exams. Um, because I can't do that. I literally cannot do that. I cannot function for eight hours on one thing. Um, so two hours was perfect. Um, so that's, that's a really good tip. Um, yeah, thank you to the person who said that because I probably wouldn't have classed that as self-love because I've just been doing it for quite a long time. Um, so yeah, thank you. Uh, music, oh my goodness. Music, of course. <laughs> it's really easy to forget how helpful music is. Um, so this, this message says, I like to take a day to do things I enjoy, listening to records, for example. Um, that's a big one for me because music is such a massive part of my life and so I've started making time in the evenings to sit on my balcony, I'm very lucky I have a balcony at my home, and um, listen to music and hit that discover button on Spotify <laughs> and really listen to new music. And then organise them into playlists so I can listen to them in the future. Um, playlists, I completely, I'm one of the one of those people that makes playlists for their moods. So happy, angry, sad. Like, and some people think it's really bad to make a sad playlist. Um, but sometimes you do need to be really indulgent and listen to Leonard Cohen when you're feeling sad or listen to Billy Joel when you're feeling nostalgic because you just need to cry or you need to just feel that emotion at that moment and not suppress it um and music really helps me connect with my emotions because it really yeah I I love music I get very emotional about it and very passionate I don't know if you can tell um but yeah again it's all about making time so really self-love is just organization and, and planning out time when you're gonna do this stuff um, it's great. Another big one. Um, so this message says, taking myself away from people, letting myself cry and knowing it's okay. I love that message. That's so good. That's my air freshener. I do apologize. Um, that message is lovely because that lets me know that this person knows it's okay to have a down day or a down moment. Um, and this person knows what they need to do in order to make themselves feel better. And that person sometimes needs to get away from people, needs to get away from the crowd and have a little cry. And that is so normal, especially at uni. <laughs> um, 
it's so good for you just taking yourself away not isolating yourself don't get me wrong because again that could become a problem but you know if you if you spend your day with people or you're in a high highly stressful environment like in the library for example my goodness um taking yourself out for 15 minutes is very very good because it allows you to reset you know oh it's so good for you I really would recommend it um exercise is a huge one for for people I'm really resentful of people that tell me to exercise I'm so I get so annoyed I'm like how dare you tell me to do what my body needs me to do how dare you but I I know I know exercise is really good for me I know that but getting the energy together to get up and exercise is so hard it's so hard the motivation is so hard to muster and I'm I I admire people that can do it daily or bi-weekly or whatever they do whatever their schedule is but they that really take that time to look after their body um it's something I'm lacking in at the moment. I, I'm finding it really, you know, my, my method of exercise is yoga because I, I can't run. I used to dance quite a bit, um, which helped, but that's petered off a little bit um, for various reasons. Um, but yoga is probably the easiest for me because it's slow, it's progressive, you know, and it is a workout still. That being said, I still find it really hard to pick up my yoga mat, lay it down and, and you know, cut out some time to do some yoga. Um, but when I do it, I feel very, very good. So that's, there you go. We're not perfect. We're not all perfect. I, I can sit here and give you all the tips that I like. Um, but I still do not do some things that I know I need to do. And I'm working on it. That's all you can do, really, isn't it? You can just try and get better. Um, because exercise is hard, especially if you suffer from a mental illness. Because, you know, fear of failure, it's a big, it's a big guy. It's a big guy, fear of failure. It does, <laughs> it does hurt. Um, but just got to do it. Well, there we go. I've learned something from this episode myself because now I know I need to start carving out time to do yoga. Thank you to this podcast. <laughs> reading. If you're a big reader, reading, I don't need to tell you to read because you guys will love reading already and you'll know how much it helps. But if you're someone like me that's forgotten how much they like reading, read. Read, a fav read, read your favourite book or look at goodreads and see what else you can read that's new or um go to go to a shop go to a bookshop i love going to bookshops i could spend hours in there um because i find it i'm really really picky reader and i find it really really difficult to choose a book that i'll be able to stick to because usually i'll read 10 pages and then I can't go anymore because I'm not enjoying it anymore. I'm not in engaged. So before I pick a book, I really need to make sure it's I'm going to enjoy it and I'm going to engage with it and that it's something I'm passionate about. Um, so I'm currently reading Power, um, which is amazing. 
it's a very very good book it's about women who learn or girls who learn um i'm just trying to find the author for you because i realized if i'm going to recommend the book i should probably tell you who wrote it one second naomi alderman i think yes Naomi Alderman. Oh, and it's called The Power. So there we go. Um, it's science fiction. It's very female-led. It's very empowering. And that's the kind of stuff I need at the moment. Because um, I've strayed from fiction quite, quite intensely. Because of university. Which is fair enough. Um, so yeah. Find a book that you want to read and read it. Read it before bed instead of going on your phone. 15 minutes. You don't have to read a chapter a night if you don't want to. You don't have to read a certain amount of pages. Just read until you're tired. And that will probably help you sleep. I find that with me. It does help me sleep if I read because if you read till you're tired, then you'll just be really tired and go to sleep. <laughs> um, so yeah, reading. Um, well, that's pretty much all of the factors from you guys because they're all very similar they do break down into categories it's very true um but again it all comes down to organization in my mind because it's all very well giving you tips but it's all very well giving myself tips but if i'm not going to carve out the time to do this stuff then there's no point <laughs> um so someone also sent me a really good article um called a seven step prescription for self-help and it's from psychology today and i'll just read a section of it that really helped me that i think might resonate with a few of you as well um self-love is dynamic it grows by actions that mature us when we act in ways that expand self-love in us we begin to accept much better our weaknesses as well as our strengths we have less need to con um, to explain away our shortcomings we have more compassion for ourselves as human beings struggling to find a personal meaning. And we are more centred in our life purpose and values and expect our living fulfilment through our own efforts. Yeah, that's beautiful. Because a real big, big part of my journey, my recovery, is understanding my imperfections and dealing with them. And not seeing them as these huge character flaws that I need to eradicate. But kind of acknowledging them and, and saying, okay, you're there. So perfectionism is one. Um, hey, perfectionism, I see you. You're, you're creeping in. That's okay. Just not right now. Just, yeah, just, just leave it right now. Just un I need to understand that not everything I need to do or that everything I put my effort into needs to be perfect. And even with this podcast, like the fact I'm not breaking this down into segments and then re-recording them because I don't like how my voice sounds or pausing and re-recording because I messed up a word. You know, I'm really trying. It's really hard for me, but I'm an act of self-love for myself is just letting myself be myself, be human. And, you know, maybe... Maybe that means that some guys will stop listening because they, they can't follow my train of thought. And that's absolutely understandable. I can't follow my train of thought. I agree with you. 
but I need to do this in this way to help me get better. Because once I start sharing my honest truth, my absolute 100% honest truth, my bad days as well as my good days, then I understand that it's okay. It really is okay to have those bad days. Um, yeah, so that article was so validating, I guess. Because, you know, self-love grows by actions that mature us. You know, we've all been through some stuff, okay? You're not going to meet one person that hasn't been through some sort of struggle. And what happens when you go through a struggle, you learn from it. I think it doesn't matter if you learn that day or a week later or years later. It's taken me seven, eight years to deal with some of my stuff. But from that, I have grown so much and I know what self-love is to me. It's, it's making that time. It's working on myself and it's being 100% completely me and not caring what other people think. And that is very hard, but I'm doing it. And I'm really proud of myself. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's cool. Um, yeah, I guess that's the end of that section of the podcast. Um, yeah, now I guess I'll just say thank you again. Thank you. Because through other people sharing their stories with me and through other pe uh, people sharing their tips and I don't know, any kind of comments. I just learned so much from you guys. Um, and I've only done one episode, so I'm so grateful. Um, yeah, keep, keep sharing, please. Because um, we can all learn from each other. That's kind of the goal here is to learn from each other, um, yeah, so final, final words on self-help, and I know I've said it a million times, but, you know, I would need this repeated, so I'm going to repeat it, carve time for yourself to do what you need to do, whether it be midway through the day you need to go for a coffee and just have a think whether it be just before bed you need to have a bath and candles lit and all that and you read a book and la 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 whether it be you listen to music for half an hour a day amazing um maybe you start a journal very very helpful or you start drawing i'm very creative so these are all very creative things i apologize if you're not um in yeah just Love yourself. Look after yourself. Because you're the only person that has to live your life. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much again for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, it's been fun, actually. I've, I can't believe I recorded straight through for 20 minutes. Um... Yeah, if you have any feedback or any comments or questions or anything you just want to get off your chest, to be honest, um, my Instagram is Girl in Recovery. 
um you can dm me or comment on on pictures or whatever um you can email me at girlinrecovery at gmail.com and i'm here to listen and yeah thank you so so much thank you have a really great day